Hi, I'm Andrew. I'm Catherine. Sorry, I don't know why I needed to read that. I felt like I I forgot my line. I just... I... Off to the best possible start. Hi, I'm Andrew. And I'm Catherine. We're married, and we have two little boys. And this is The Maiden Voyage, episode one of Regular Streeters, a podcast that literally nobody asked for. And yet, here we are. You can find us on Twitter... It's a brand new Twitter account. There's only two followers right now. It's just me and Catherine. Feel free to join in and follow at Regular Streets. Because Regular Streeters is too many characters on Twitter. Yeah, we, we did <laughs> bad branding. I like Regular Streets. I do too. At Regular Streets is the podcast Twitter handle. You can also follow our music Twitter. We are a band, by the way. We're called Whisper Sands. You can go at Whisper Sands and look at our band stuff. And then individually, at CC Streeter is Catherine's and at Andrew Streeter underscore is my Twitter handle. And you can check us out at whispersands.com and youtube.com slash whispersands. First thing we want to talk about, why are we doing this? That is a great question. Well, to be honest, the, the idea didn't really originate with us. I've had several different people, either on Twitter or other mediums, say to me and to you yeah. that if we ever did a podcast, that they would listen to it. And now yeah. the day has come, and I'm sure they all regret it. Yeah. You sound a little hoarse right now. I'm very hoarse. I've been hoarse. I've been hoarse. <laughs> I've been horse.com. Does that exist? Uh. I'm going to say no. If if existentialdread.com doesn't exist, I'm going to say... That is the shocker of it the is. century. It is. I can't believe. Shocker of the century. Oh, I hear all of your mouth noises. It's so disgusting. Give me the headphones. If you can't handle mouth noises, give me the headphones. No, 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 no. I like them. I guess that's fair. You comfy? I'm getting there. <laughs> Good. So today... We're talking about Sharon Ting. What in the world is Sharon Ting? It is how much you share about your life and your kids on social media platforms and just kind of unpacking and examining why people do it. Uh, more importantly, why we do it. It's definitely something that we've been criticized for in the past. Maybe not like in a direct way. But there's for sure people that bring it up just making fun of us either in a comment on that platform or like in person. That's kind of what I want to ask you is, do you feel like we overshare when it comes to us personally and also like with our kids on social media platforms? Absolutely. Okay. <laughs> very good. I think we definitely overshare, but I am very much okay with it. Okay, because when you say the term oversharing, it makes it sound like there's like a negative connotation to it. So is there a sharing zone where it's not oversharing? I mean, yeah, maybe you could say that I just share a lot. Because everyone's definition is going to be different. Right. That's the thing is like, I'm very comfortable with the amount that I share, but I know I share way more information than is like necessary. Is it the actual amount of stuff that you're sharing? Is that oversharing? Just the sheer amount of just stuff that you're putting out into the ether? Or is it more so the type of things that you are sharing that makes it oversharing or that makes it crossing the line? I think it's definitely both. I'm thinking of one person in particular on Facebook who 
throughout the day updates her Facebook status probably once an hour. And not only... And you have not unfollowed her yet? Uh, we're actually not friends anymore. <laughs> but um, There you go. Problem <laughs> solved. So yeah, this friend, she posts like once an hour. And it's not just that she posts so often, but... The stuff that she posts is also just tediously boring, as in, like, I'm gonna go make some lunch now, or, like, I love watching this show on TV. Like, it's just, like... So she's still using Facebook how people used it in, like, 2007? Yes. Okay. Yeah. And so I think it's definitely both. I get away with a lot because I post a lot of pictures, but they're pictures of very cute babies, and so people are a lot more okay with it. Because cute babies are typically content that people like to see. At the same time, there are people that have created filters and apps to eliminate baby pictures from their feed. <laughs> like they're that disturbed by baby and kid content. Well, I don't associate with people like that. Those are the people that I'm concerned about the least, if I'm being completely honest. The people that are complaining like, oh gosh, more pictures of your kids. I don't care about you. I just, I, I genuinely... <laughs> Have never Your opinion even, matters the least. I genuinely have never even like worried about what other people think about my sharing habits because in my opinion, if you are choosing to be my friend on Facebook or follow me, that's on you. And it's not going to hurt my feelings if you like want to opt out of what I bring to the table. If you don't like what someone else is posting, whether it's the volume that they're posting or the content that they're posting, there's ways for you to be polite now. You don't have to unfriend that person. You can just hide them from your feed and Facebook. Facebook's the only way that lets you be, or like Facebook's well, no, the Twitter, only. Twitter, you can mute people. Oh yeah, that's true. Instagram. So Instagram's, just... Instagram's just kind of brutal. Yeah. So on Facebook, you have to friend request that person in order to follow them and see their content in your newsfeed, right? Yeah. On Twitter, you don't necessarily have to do that unless your profile is private. Which Correct. I believe yours is, right? Uh, currently, it's not. But you switch back and forth. I do, yeah. And that's you know a different question for a different day as to why <laughs> you do that. But both of our Instagrams are private. So you have to request personally it. request our permission if we don't want you to see it. If you're some spammy grossness or if you're just somebody from yesteryear, just like a friend of my mom and I don't care about you, then you're probably not going to get approved to see it. And so I feel like if you're requesting to see it, then... Then don't complain. Then don't complain. So yeah, for me, oversharing isn't... Like I seriously never even worry about it. And when people make comments, I'm just like, okay, you don't have to look I think at it my bothers kids. me more than it bothers you. Not so much when it comes to total strangers or, you know, internet acquaintances, if they say something off color or judgmental, like, I don't really care about that. But when it comes to family or close friend or something, and it's not even like this happens crazy often either, but when it does, I don't know, I guess it bothers me because I don't feel like we're doing anything wrong and I don't feel like it merits that kind of reaction. Yeah. Definitely doesn't bother you though. I, I seriously don't even care at all. <laughs> Even like my own mother, like if she was like, I hate your content, I'd be like, okay. She kind of does that though. <laughs> she does. My Whoops. mom's. <laughs> there are things that my mom does regarding <coughs> social media that bother me, but that's not one of them. I think that's everyone's mom. I personally feel like Facebook, I mean, I only have it now to appease certain family members. Most of my content 
that I have on there is pushed from Instagram, right? So, I mean, I, I have it on there because I know that certain people in my extent, like older people in my extended family would be like, why, why isn't Andrew on Facebook anymore? <laughs> Most people, I think, would remember, you remember the wave. It was like 2009 going into 2010 and like everyone's aunt and grandma and mom and weird old people in their family started invading Facebook yeah. and commenting on all your stuff from like years ago. And being like, well, and then gossiping to each other about, well, why, why are your kids doing this and hanging out? And it, oh gosh, I hate it so much. I have a funny story that relates to this. Andrew and I were very like newly dating in 2010 and his grandma had just recently gotten Facebook, I think around then. Oh gosh. And, um, she, I don't know, I guess she came to like stalk me or whatever and see, what I was all about. And at the time, my cover photo was a picture of Patrick Starr. Um, and his, and oh, the it was the picture <laughs> of his butt with like the SpongeBob flag sticking out of it from the SpongeBob movie. That was my cover photo at the time. And your grandma called your mom and was like, hey, tell Andrew that his girlfriend's Facebook got hacked. Because it couldn't possibly. Because I'm have been sure you. she wouldn't <laughs> have posted anything like that. This giant butt as her cover photo. There's no possible way. And that it, could uh, have been, yeah. it was it was pretty great. I did change it because I wanted to appease her. But yeah, so yeah, no, definitely old people have ruined the world. So to bring it back a little bit, what I kind of wanted to do is examine you know, why why do we share so much like cute videos of our kids, cute pictures of our kids. For me, Instagram is pretty much taking the place of a scrapbook or a blog or even kind of a journal sometimes. Instagram is like the best documentation of my day-to-day life. And it's really just a collection of memories for me. Like it best documents the life of my kids. And I look back on my Instagram constantly So that's like, honestly, my number one reason for posting is because I want to remember. And I think that's the best medium currently to do that on. There's definitely a validation aspect to it. I'm not going to pretend that doesn't exist. If I get less than 50 likes on a picture, I delete it. So I'm not going to. Whoa, really? Yeah. Wow. (laughs) Revelations. Yeah. Um, Okay. No, I'm not quite like that. But I do agree. But yeah, no, like it really... It's, it's a living scrapbook. Yeah. You know, I'm the youngest and you're the oldest. I had the least amount of pictures of me as a kid growing up. Um, there definitely were pictures, but they were not high quality pictures. And there wasn't a lot of them. There's tons of my oldest brother. The first child gets a ton of pictures taken of them. Right. I have three scrapbooks dedicated to me. My sister doesn't even have one complete one. Yeah. She has like half of one. Yeah. And then Ben... He has one. He has full one. one full one (laughs) so it goes in descending order from the oldest kids yeah and so i don't know the argument is made often that oh your kids are gonna hate all these embarrassing pictures and and stuff of them and like i don't hate anything from what little i have i love it and i know that my kids will love it i hope so i like to think that and if they don't they don't have to look at it they can you know um but the 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 worry is like oh what if all, all the stuff's floating around on the internet I'm like, I don't, we're not taking pictures of our kids naked. You know, we're not taking these, like you were saying, we're not doing anything horribly, horrendously embarrassing. It's mostly 
uh, cute and tasteful. And so I, I have no qualms about one documenting that so that we have it in the future, but two sharing our joy with people. Yeah. And there are people that, that don't get to see our kids very much. Yeah. And they have expressed to me that seeing pictures of your kids makes me happy. Like makes my day when a photo shows up in my feed. I I think that the the argument of they're going to grow up and then hate that you had all these pictures of them is that doesn't feel valid to me. That doesn't feel right to me at all because I feel like the technology allows us to more easily do this now. And I wish that I had even like a fourth of what we have on Milo Mm -hmm. for myself. If Milo at any point ever comes to me and he's like, mom, I hate that picture. It's so embarrassing. I'll be like, okay, then I won't share it. People don't have to see it. It's not like I'm going to force it on him if there's like, you know, one or two pictures that he genuinely no, hates. that one's definitely going to be your senior ad in the Yeah, yearbook, like, know? okay, right now my kids are young and Ilo doesn't know enough to like make decisions about what I take or what I post. Although he does ask me to take pictures all the time, just by the way. But like, I'm not going to live my life right now in a way in fear of what he might think when he's 13 i will like you know make amends as necessary as he grows and i'm always going to respect his wishes like if he's 13 and he doesn't want me to take a picture of him and post it on the internet then i won't do it yeah if you went by what the flip side of that argument is it's like well we thought that you'd be embarrassed by all the really cute great stuff you did so we didn't take any pictures of you You know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah, it's that's, weird. That's where your argument falls out. There are definitely lines that I draw currently because I know that Milo can't consent right now, but it's still really important for me to protect him on the internet. And so, you know, I don't take pictures of him naked or in the bath or potty training. I don't take pictures of him being punished or like shaming him in any way. And I try not to share personal information about him i try and just keep it like anecdotal and you know tell like the funny stuff that he says so it's not like i'm digging like deep into his like psyche or whatever and like sharing all like the terrible stuff that he does during the day or you know whatever i mean he's only three so there's not that much i do protect him as best as i can for right now for where he's at i'm not just sharing you know every aspect of his life i don't know i think at the end of the day everybody has their comfort level with how much even on a personal level like not even just talking about kids like i'm sure that there's people that are weirded out by how much people post about themselves you know right and what kind of stuff they post about themselves yeah well from from an adult perspective to me It's very, very important to me to talk openly about mom stuff and postpartum stuff because I don't think people do. So I'm very comfortable over sharing about my body and my experiences with it because... You think it's helping people. Because I think it genuinely helps people. And people have told me that it does. Like, I don't know. I just... I don't see any point in like harshly criticizing people for what they do or don't share as long as it's not endangering anyone. Yeah. Including themselves. Including themselves, yeah. So now we're going to shift awkwardly into a segment that we're going to call Notables. Doodly doo. I'm going to do some imaging for that. Notables, notables. That's, is that, that, is that's, that it? That's the Paw Patrol theme song, actually. That was. <laughs> oh my gosh. Our first notable 
Have you guys seen the new John Mayer music video? The pandas. He's dancing with pandas. That's all you need to know. No, wait, but the song is actually really good, too. The song is called Still Feel Like Your Man. His album actually just came out today. It's called The Search for Everything. We haven't listened to it yet, though. John Mayer really needs us to plug his uh, (laughs) product. This episode is sponsored by John Mayer. But let me tell you something. That is a great music video. It's him dancing around with pandas. I also really enjoy the song. And I'm also very excited for this album because I think it's going to sound like good John Mayer and not garbage John Mayer. What's garbage John Mayer? Western. When he did the country, he had a little country, yeah. you know. Yeah, was not into that. Yeah. I didn't the, listen to much of it because I wasn't much into it. This, this um, from what I've heard of the new record, though, um, it's, it's a little more of a return to form for him. Yeah, it's very, like, soulful. It's a soulful bop, the song he released. A soulful bop. Yeah. Quote, unquote. They should put that right on the website. Tell you, John Mayer needs us. That's why he called us <laughs> and asked us to plug his Panda video and <laughs> his new single and his new record that came out today. You're welcome, it's John. Called, it's called The Search for Everything. It's available on iTunes and on Spotify. Other notables. <laughs> Dream Car. Let's talk about Dream Car. Let's talk about Dream Car. Dream Car is a band. It's a new band formed from two different, more famous bands. It's three-fourths, no doubt. So the guitarist, Tom DeMont, the bass player, Tony Cannell, and the drummer, Adrian Young, from No Doubt. So it's No Doubt minus Gwen and the weird Rastafarians they've been touring with the last like couple years. They like play trumpet and synth and whatever, and they're not really in the band. But anyway, so it's the three main like core dudes in No Doubt, and then Davey Havoc, who's lead singer from AFI. And I know his vocals can be polarizing depending on what song you're listening to but this pairing together really really works it's like a new wave band it's very 80s vibe-ish um, reminds me actually a lot of uh the first two killers albums right yeah and duran duran it's like yeah it's kind of <laughs> like a little it's super very very um it's very much a nod to the because uh, you guys are old i mean they're like in their mid 40s right <clears throat> so those guys are but like davy's like late thirties, early forties. Anyway, it's a nod to the music of their childhood. Uh, the song in particular that I really like, cause they have three songs right now. Their album's coming out on May 12th. It is self-titled dream car. One word, <laughs> one word. Uh, but they've released three songs on Spotify and there's lyric videos for all three of those songs on YouTube. And it's really promising stuff. Everything that I've heard so far, I've really, really liked, but the one that I like the most is a song called born to lie. So you should go look that up. It's way good. It's very catchy, and I've had it stuck in my head for like four days. I I can't stop listening to it. It's really, really good. And then third notable, the last one, Samfa. 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 I don't even know how we discovered Samfa. Samfa. I'm not sure how you pronounce it. It is. I think it's Samfa. It's S-A-M-P-H-A. Well, anyway, he is this glorious man. With a glorious voice. And uh, he has a song called No One Knows Me Like the Piano. And... It is the aural equivalent of sex. Yeah. Yeah. It's just beautiful. It also is like nostalgic. It's just like feels really good to listen to. I found that on Spotify actually. It recommended it as a new release like a couple weeks ago. I listened a little bit to the rest of the album and it's also all really good. So... You know, he probably needs more checking out than John Mayer does. So check out Sampha first. 
So now this is a segment that we're going to call Ask Milo. Ask Milo. Milo. I hate that. (laughs) Everyone wants to put Seven Nation Army for everything. So I tried so hard to talk him out of it. I'm not. Okay. Well, there you go. We'll make different imaging for it. It'll sound great. Okay. The first segment this week's, it's just me and him having a little chat and just he's answering all of your burning questions all the important stuff in life so we're gonna play that now hi milo hi how are you good how are you oh i'm pretty good do you have your your yeah. drill toy there yeah i didn't do toys please can you play with toys not right now we're gonna talk i'm gonna ask you some questions then you can play with some toys is that okay okay all right what is your name? I'm Mrs. Mario Mario Benjamin's Pizza. And how old are you? Um, B. What is your favorite color? Um, orange. What is your favorite show to watch? Blippi. Blippi? He's a YouTube yay. I watch a pizza and the fire truck, tractors, fire trucks, and howling. And cars. These are all names of episodes of Blippi, which is his favorite show. What's your favorite toy? Um, rabbit arm. Grab it arm? Yeah. <laughs> he doesn't have one of those. <laughs> he does not have that. I don't know what a grab it arm is, but he does not have that. So what do you make of all this uh, this stuff going on in Syria right now? I'll stay best by when you go to sleep. You just think everybody just needs to go to sleep? Everybody just needs to take a nap. I agree. Sage wisdom. Do you like this game? Yeah. Do you want to talk into the microphone more? Yeah. Tell tell people to ask you questions. Say, ask me questions. Ask me questions. Close enough. Close enough. Can you say bye-bye, Milo? Bye-bye. All right, so Wait. the next time we do Ask Milo, oh, what do you want to say? Okay, hold on. I'll back out. <laughs> In the future, all of our Ask Milo segments will be questions from our listeners. So if you would like to ask Milo any sort of question you like, feel free to tweet us at Regular Streets. Or, or you can tweet our personal accounts at CC Streeter or at Andrew Streeter underscore. Hashtag Ask Milo. Also, you can email us at regularstreeters at gmail.com. Nobody emails, but if you want to, go for it. I'm just giving them all of their possible options yeah, that they have. Yeah, you do have that option, but come on, guys. All you emailers out there, we'll get one. It's going to be from like your Aunt Sherry. <laughs> Why are you so handsome? <laughs> we love you, Aunt Sherry. But you're not the demographic we're going for. <laughs> Do we have anything else? Uh, no. I think that's pretty much it. We're going to tr- we're gonna wrap it up. Wrap, wrap, wrap it up. Wrap, wrap, wrap it up. Thank you so much for listening to the first podcast. We're going to do better in the future. Yeah, it's it's definitely a work in progress. No no first podcast is a good podcast. That's that's what it's I firmly like, believe. It's like a rule. This is going to be like the lost episode. 
at any rate, we don't care how you came across this. We're just really, 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 really thankful uh, that you did and that you listened. So we'll see you next time. Take care.